1: 20, 21, and 22. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. Now, when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set up ambushments against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come against Judah. And they were defeated, you can be seated now, if you want. We've been through some crazy stuff the last couple of years, famine, pestilence, pandemic, whatever. Um, At Near the ending of uh, 2021, I was, you know, listening to different prophets and preachers and such, and Just to see what maybe they had to say about 2022. And some were saying it's going to be more of the same. Some were saying it's going to get worse. And some said God was going to move on behalf of the saints, which I received that one. (laughs) But after hearing all these different opinions, or they could have been prophecies, who knows, um, I just decided I was going to turn off the TV and ask the Lord for myself. So I turned the TV off. I sat there and I said, Lord, I don't want to know what they have to say about 2022. I want to know what you have to say about 2022. Yeah. What is my strategy? What is the thing that you want from me in 2022? So I just sat there for a little while. To listen which is kind of new for me usually I'm talking to the Lord but I said I'm just gonna sit here and be still yeah so this little phrase started rolling over in my brain praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever yes. I couldn't remember where that was in the Bible so I looked up just that little phrase and came to second Chronicles twenty, twenty-one. 21 and so I read it and I was like okay cool so I decided um, to look up these names here that are the people that were coming against um, the people of Judah because names mean something a lot of times in the Bible yeah. So I looked up Ammon. Ammon means a secret or hidden one. I associated it with an attack that we don't see coming. Or an attack that's happened that we don't even know about yet. But is, we, we will eventually know about it. Like a sudden storm. Like Pastor Curtis preached about last week with the disciples. When he told them to go across and he would meet them on the other side. And in the boat, a sudden storm came up and they totally forgot that Jesus said, I'm going to meet you on the other side. It may be an, a sudden sickness. It may be a sudden um, attack on your integrity. It may be just whatever. Things that you didn't, don't know. Just a sudden attack. Yeah. Something comes against you suddenly. Moab is a place. Moab is a place that is just short of the promised land. I thought again of Pastor Curtis's message. Remember Lot's wife. Lot's wife was in the process of being delivered from a sure death. She didn't make it to her promised land of deliverance because she yearned too much for what was behind. Yes. So she never made it. She just came very short of that promise of deliverance. The people of Mount Seir. This one is kind of funny. Kind of funny sounding. Um, I think this is an attack from actual flesh and blood people. Um, Mount Seir means red hairy goat demon. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and the reason why I. Uh, I guess it says that. It's because the people from um, from that region were Edomites. And they are descendants of Saul, who, as you know, was a very red and hairy person. So red, hairy, goat demons. <laughs> people. And it's usually somebody that we love, so that's why it bothers us so much that they have done things, perpetrated against us, right? Yeah. Um however, a very wise woman that I know named Karen Meaton, once said never put a face on evil. So the next time somebody's real ugly to you, just remember they're operating under a red hairy <laughs> goat demon and laugh, because our struggle is not against flesh and blood. this. No. But against spirits and principalities mm-hmm. that's in Ephesians 6 12 if you would like to look it up okay so from what I get from that is three ways the enemy attacks is a sudden attack a, a attack where the enemy is luring you back to your past so that you never reach what God promises you. Yes, but just remember, even if you get lured back, nothing is ever wasted with God. Amen. He will use whatever you go through yes. for your good Amen. and for the good of the kingdom. Amen. And then it's the, the attack where the enemy uses the flesh and blood people, like I said, to hurt you. He hates us. So, if he can get us to hate one another, then he's winning. But that's not what the sermon is about. (laughs) Our focus today is on verse 22. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord began to set ambushments against the people of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. We're going to go back to the beginning of, uh, first, of, of uh, chapter 20 and kind of go verses by verses. In this um, scripture, Jehoshaphat is a king. He's a very powerful king of Judah. The Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he followed the examples of his father and even his great-great-grandfather David. And he was deeply committed to the ways of the Lord. And something I did not know about him, he was a revivalist. Hmm. Um, chapter 20 kind of starts in a weird, odd place to where you have to look at, look at, thir- at 19 to see what does what this kind of mean. Um, but uh, You don't have to turn there, but in chapter 19, Jehoshaphat was out doing the, the work of the Lord. He was appointing judges, priests, and Levites to evangelize the people of Judah, reviving the people to worship the true Jehovah God and not the idols that had been set up under other kings that come um, before him and before his father. And he had just returned to Jerusalem, so he was just out doing the Lord's work, just, you know, just telling people, having people know about Jesus and. Getting little churches together sort of and you know this is what happened so verse uh, 1 through 5 of chapter 20 it happened after this that the people of Moab with the people Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat then some came and told Jehoshaphat saying a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea from Syria and and they are in Hazazon Tamar, which is in Gedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord and from all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. Jehoshaphat stood before the community of Judah and Jerusalem in front of the new courtyard at the temple of the Lord. Now, I love that Jehoshaphat, even though he is a very powerful, powerful king, he was still human enough to be afraid. I also love the fact that immediately he knew he could not handle this battle by himself, and he was going to need God's help. He gathered all his people, all of Judah together, all his whole tribe, all his whole clan, everybody in Judah together to pray. So he said we're going to have we're going to have prayer meeting y'all. So in verse 6 through 13, he prayed, "Oh Lord, God of our ancestors. You alone are the God who is in heaven. You are ruler of of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are powerful and mighty, and no one can stand against you." I just love that. You are powerful and mighty, and nobody can stand against you. Mm-hmm. Oh, our God, did you not drive out those who lived in this land when your people Israel arrived? And did you not give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? Your people settled here and built this temple to honor your name. They said, whenever we are faced with any calamity, such as war, plague, or famine, we can come to stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honored we can cry out to you to save us and you will hear and rescue us and now see that the armies of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir are doing. You would not let our our ancestors invade those nations when Israel left Egypt. So they went around them and did not destroy them. Now see how they reward us for they've come to throw us out of your land which You gave us as an inheritance oh our God won't you stop them we are powerless against this mighty army that is about to attack us we do not know what to do but we are looking to you for help as all the men of Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones wives and children the Spirit of the Lord came upon one of the men standing there his name was Jehaziel son of Zechariah son of Benaiah son of Jeho, son of Mataniah, a Levite, who was a descendant of of Asaph. In Jehoshaphat's prayer, he worshiped, he remembered who God was, and he realized the power of unity and gathered the whole nation to activate in this war. At this point, he did not know how God was going to deliver them. He did not know how the Lord was going to get a victory through this this fight. The army was so immense. I guess he figured everybody that was able, he would get to fight. Now, in verses 15 and 16, Jehaziel is speaking. He said, Listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Listen, King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army, for the battle is not yours. Mm -hmm. I love how God addresses Jehoshaphat's natural first reaction, saying, Don't be afraid. And I also love how the Lord said, Hey y'all, this valley ain't yours, I got it. Mm-hmm. Let's move to verse 16 and 17. Tomorrow, this is still Jehaziel Jah- Jah- uh, speaking. Tomorrow, march out against them. You will find them coming up through the ascent of Ziz at the end of the valley that opens into the wilderness of Jeriel. But you will not even need to fight. Take your positions then stand still and watch the Lord's victory he is with you O people of Judah and Jerusalem do not be afraid or discouraged go out against them tomorrow for the Lord is with you I love how the first thing he says is don't just sit there and March but then the second thing he says is position yourself and stand still March stand still (laughs) okay I believe what the Lord was saying is let march out move out move out of what your first inclination was March out of that don't just sit there in your fear or depression or whatever it is that your very first thing is that that happens whenever you hear about the attack. Don't just sit there. You have to move from that position of fear and position yourself in faith so that you can see victory. Amen. Yeah. Then again, he says, Don't be afraid, for the Lord is with you. He started his word, his prophetic word or his instruction with don't be afraid, the Lord's with you. And he ended it with don't be afraid the Lord is with you now verse 18 and 19 and Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord worshiping the Lord then the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and of the children of Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. I, I can't ever remember. In the scripture. It may have happened. I just don't know it. Or don't know about it. But I don't remember ever. A king literally bowing all the way. With his face to the ground. Usually if they bow. It's just from the waist. To another king. But Jehoshaphat knew that who he was talking to was a king more more mighty than him. He had more power than him. He had more authority. He was in the presence of all-powerful yeah. God.
0: Yeah.
1: The people realized that God had spoken to them, so they followed in his steps our King is bowing to the ground we're going to bow down too. Mm-hmm. then the Levites and the Kohathites who were singers or the praise team in that time in that time started to praise they began to praise as if they believed what God had just said they believed God was that they didn't need to be afraid they believed that God said he was going to take care of them and that he was with them in this fight It was done loud and high that right there when I looked it up it meant it was thunderous praise unto God the atmosphere literally shook with their praise unto God okay let's go on down to verses 20 and 21 early the next morning The army of Judah went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped and said, Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. I believe he was saying, Remember what the prophet said to us yesterday, that God's got this. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. And this is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord for his faithful and en- faithful love endures forever. Amen. I just love that. Sometimes I just say that because it's all I can remember of that scripture. <laughs> but it, it brought them the victory as we will see in verse 22 now when they began to sing and to praise the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir who had come against Judah and they were defeated and when I read that I was like 2nd Chronicles verse 20 22, 2022. 2022. I even wrote in my Bible on 1221 my word for 2022 to praise. We've prayed. We've worshiped. We've done all we know to do. Now it's time to praise and let God handle all our storms and all our yes. um, things that are coming against us. Yeah. Let's read down to verse 29, and we'll start at 22 again. At the very moment they begin to sing and to give praise, the Lord calls the armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to start fighting amongst themselves. The armies of Moab and Ammon turned against their allies from Mount Seir and killed every one of them. After they had destroyed the army of Seir, they began attacking each other. So when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, all they saw were dead bodies lying on the ground as far as they could see. Not a single one of the enemy had escaped. King Jehoshaphat and his men went out to gather the plunder. They found vast amounts of equipment, clothing, and other valuables, more than they could carry. There was so much plunder that it took them three days to collect it all. On the fourth day, they gathered in the Valley of Blessing, which got its name that day because the people praised and thanked the Lord there. It, was, it is still called the Valley of Blessing today. Then all the men returned to Jerusalem with Jehoshaphat leading them, overjoyed that the Lord had given them victory over their enemies. They marched into Jerusalem to the music of harps, lyres, and trumpets. And they proceeded to the temple of the Lord. When all the surrounding kingdoms heard that the Lord himself had fought against the enemies of Israel, the fear of God came over them. So Jehoshaphat's kingdom was at peace, for God had given him rest on every side. Now, we know that back in those days, they were literally fighting people. But if we started killing off everybody that was coming against us right now, we'd be put in jail. <laughs> um, so theirs was an actual physical people fight. Our fight today in this time is a spiritual fight. But the same thing that they fought with, which was praise and worship to God, is what we will fight with in this time, in this season. This is our strategy for 2022. Just remember, God says, march. Get out of that place of fear. Get out of that place that um, is your first instinct, your first thing that happens when you hear, Or when you hear about the sudden storm, when you hear about, uh, you know, what has come against you, whether it was a person, whatever. Don't just sit there, march, get out of that place. Position yourself. Position yourself to praise, to worship. Get in the presence of God and then stand still and let God do what he does.
0: bless you.